Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. My name is Anika Wilson, and today I have with me the amazing Susie Tomasi. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thank you. Thank I'm, not you. Sure, I'm not sure how the weather is with you there, but we have a rainy, gloomy day, but we are making it happy with this um, iPod, iPod cast. Do you know what's crazy? It's raining here, too. Can you tell listeners where you are? Uh, yes, we're in, I'm in Oshawa, actually, so it's 20 minutes from Toronto, Canada. And I'm in Alabama, so we are like across the globe, which wow, I love it because I'm, I, I like the fact that I'm able to reach people everywhere and I actually get a lot of Canada and so I need to come up there and visit. Yes, and come by my boutique. I would love to style you. That's what we do. Oh, see? Okay, so how about you tell listeners what you do and how you started doing what you do, why it's important to you? Well, I started in 2012. I started as a jewelry designer. I was a single mom, so I needed to find another revenue of income coming in. So um, from there, I did the jewelry design, and then from there, I wanted to incorporate the clothing line. And... Three years ago, I incorporated a new clothing line. Initially, it started as a consignment, but it didn't go well because a lot of people wanted the same item in different sizes. So then from there, I had to go into a new clothing line. And that's where Suzy Q Jewels um, started. And um, what we do is we actually do like, I'm a fashion stylist. So I would check out clothing that is geared towards your body type and most of the clothing that's online is geared to, towards that and the best of all of it all it also donates a portion of our proceeds to five women's shelters here in Canada um, three are in Toronto one in Vaughan and one is going to be opened here in Oshawa it's still in the works so 10% of my proceeds go into uh, a trust fund, which is managed with a lawyer, and he distributes that quarterly into their account. So that's a little bit of what Susie Kijuels does. We have a fashion line, we have jewelry and clothing, and we also have other services like closet edit, we organize your closet, we donate the items that are not great, but in good condition to the women's shelters. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and can you verify, you said a trust fund, and where does the trust fund go? The trust fund goes to the women's shelters. So it goes to the lawyer's um, account, and then he distributes it quarterly. Okay, so I got a couple questions for you. So you talk about styling, and you mentioned um, having a background in jewelry and in fashion. What type of jewelry and fashion? Like, what would you, how would you describe your style? Well, my, my style started with recycling products. Like, a lot of broken items were um, thrown out to landfill. So I really wanted to recycle and prevent the landfill. So I would revamp items. So if you had a broken necklace or if you had an item that lost another earring, I would kind of, 
put it into conjunction into a new style so that you can use it, which would be unique and you could not pick up in a store. That sounds so interesting because I can't say I've ever heard that before. Yeah, well, well, I wanted to, that's why I started the consignment also is to rent the landfill, but it was really hard to find um, customers. To be, well, it wasn't hard to find customers, it's just based on the sizing, right? So if someone liked it, they needed an extra large, and if I had it in a medium, I couldn't find that same item. So that's why I had to go into the new clothing line. I love the idea and I'm trying to visualize different things, you know, and so um, I also see you also cater to different sizes. Is that correct? That's right. Different uh, body types, basically, because some people can be an extra large, but they're slimmer on the bottom and wider on top, or you could be slimmer on the top and wider in the bottom. So we, we customize to your body type. Okay. And um, so styling, you talk about also styling people. Can you tell me how that would come about? Like, how would somebody, you know, um, get styled by you? Is it only people that live near you? Or is there like a consultation that you could do with somebody else that just wants your expertise? Can you explain those types of services? Yes, um, I also do this Zoom. So I can go into, um, let's say someone wanted some inquiries as to what they're going to wear to an event. So I can give them a couple of ideas on our website. Or if they have some items at hand, I could suggest how they would put it together for that event so they can stand out. So a lot of business speakers and um, I sell for EC Canada. So that's, you know, Cheryl Hickey normally wears my clothing. And um, I also style for Roxy for the Housewives of Toronto. So the only thing about the Housewives of Toronto, Roxy, she was a size plus. And in Canada, we do not have a lot of designers that are um, concentrating in that size plus area, which I'm giving a call out to that because uh, we really need it. Um, across the world, we're looking for designers that will um, make clothing for a bigger size, uh, curvy person, right? Mm -hmm. I know that's and, so I'm always, and, always looking for that. Yeah. And another thing I do every day, I do a style book, um, of the look to what to wear dear to the weather. So that's free on my Facebook account. So if you look for Susie Q Jewels or Susie Tomasi, you can uh, actually get uh, free style lookbook on a daily basis. So basically, we either do um, one and one. So I would go to the person, and we can go to the mall, and we pick out items for them. Or they can come to my studio, and I can use what we have in hand because I I tend to carry samples of each item that I have on my <laughs> website. Or you can also have a one on one on my website on a Zoom. And I could suggest what items would go with your body type and then send you items, um, additional items for you to have on your lookbook. So you're saying that you can literally style somebody, profile them, and like create a profile for them, for their size, for their 
their um, type of fashion and therefore they can reference it so that they know what to pick out and what accentuates their style ongoing. That's correct. And it saves them time, saves them money, so it saves them the frustration. Because, you know, all of us ladies have our closet full of items that we don't wear. Yep. And, um, and we always say, what are we going to wear? And then we end up going to the mall and buy something else, right? Yep. And sometimes we wear it, sometimes we don't, right? Guilty. Yep. Yeah, I used to be a stress shopper. So I used to work in the investments area for 20 years. So every time after work, because I used to put in so many hours there, I'd get so frustrated. I would go to the mall and shop. And my closet was having items with tickets on there. And and here, there must be a lot of other people that do the same as me, like, you know, just to buy, right? So then I started um, thinking, how can I help myself and not do that as a stress thing? And how can I do it as an efficiency of buying things I really need? So when you do a style you uh, consult, what I do is when I do your editing and I organize your closet and, and style your clothing, I also put everything in an app. So you have everything recorded in this app. So when you do go shopping and you don't have a white blouse on that list, then you would know what you would need. So you're not overbuying things to put in your closet after we edit. That is so interesting because, you know, an app is accessible anywhere. I mean, that's something that everybody can benefit from. So you're yes. doing something that's monumental. Yes. Well, I'm trying to, I'm trying to assist um, having a, a more neat closet because we have, we tend to buy so many clothing and we don't understand that we're causing more to the landfill for the future. Mm -hmm. And yet, because I donate to the shelters, yes, they do need clothing. But most of the time, they need funding. So they don't even have storage for clothing sometimes. So that's another era that I'm trying to work on and trying to prevent me taking clothing to them and helping them um, get funding more than anything else. Well, I think that that's something that is um, beneficial to all because Women's shelters, a lot of times, you know, when we think of shelters, we think of, you know, hygiene, we think of clothing, we think of things, but they have needs that are beyond that. And a lot of people don't realize that until they're in the situation where they need the resource. And, um, and so that it's, it's powerful what you're doing. But my question to you is what fell on your heart? What made you create a business um, based on consignment and then to give back? to women's shelters, there's gotta be a connection. What made you do that? Well, I, I have a past. I, when I was younger, I did um, uh, experience the women's shelters with my mom. So it was our safe haven. So I know as now that there is a lot of shelters that need funding and, and it's because you need to have the coaching in place when you're young, so you don't become a victim or you don't become an abuser. So if it wasn't for that shelter that we had a safe place, even though my mother did go back to my father, but it gave me and my sister some um, safeness and coaching skills from other people 
to help us assist not to fall into becoming a victim, basically. So that's what is my passion is to have those systems in place and have counselor, counselors speak to um, a woman that is going through abuse, which would be an example of my mother. But at those, in the olden days, they didn't have too much of what they have now. Like they have really great counselors in place to stop the the patterns of going back to abuse and and help the children that have gone through it so that they can can stop being a victim or an abuser. Yeah, um, so this is why I'm so passionate about it. It's not so much about the clothing, but it's mostly about my cause. And see, that's why I asked the question because every woman that has been on my podcast has a story in the past. And a lot of times we do what we do in order to help facilitate our calling. And that is so important for people to understand because it's bigger than us. It's bigger than our business. It's actually us having a problem or an unmet need and being able to fulfill it for others. And that's exactly what I hear you doing. Yeah, it is. I, I have a paralegal that comes once a month um, because in the olden days, they didn't have so much counseling. Me and my sister didn't get that counseling that we needed. So we did fall to become a victim. So we did what my mother did and she put up with my father and we turned our eye and we continued. And then until we got fed up and we had our kids and then we started to see things in our kids that they shouldn't be picking up. That's when we kind of opened our eyes on it. But you know, legal fees are so expensive. And if you're in a, an abusive relationship, you're mostly in a control state that you don't get funding or the money that comes in is controlled so that you cannot have it for when you do um, leave the abuser. So he kind of controls that and he controls your children. He controls every aspect of your life. So we try to counsel uh, we have a counselor that comes in once a month to help um, abusers, uh, women abuse uh, women or people that have, are going through it so that they can plan their estate plan safely mm-hmm. and start to do it. Um, I'm not trying to say like slowly, but so the other person doesn't notice and pick up on items so that you can start preparing for your estate and then also have legal aspects of what is expected because in Canada, I, I don't know what the law is in the US, it's a 50-50 venture. So let's say if you purchase the home, your spouse gets 50% of that. And that is another legal battle right there. So yeah, so we try to help them with a paralegal that comes once a month, help them with their paperwork because that's very costly. Um, our lawyer fees here in Canada are like 350 an hour and up. That's a lower rate. Mm-hmm. And we have a counselor that comes in to help these um, uh, abuse ladies or victims um, to coach them and just give them the, their goals to stop that cycle. I also hear you talking about community because you were saying how your sister and you didn't get counseling, but you got connections, resources, and community. And I think that's really important for a lot of people to understand that that isolation is so, so severe. It's disabling. And so once you get that connection, like you were saying, the women's shelters, it's not just 
the, the needs that they have, but it's the ability to provide those resources and that safe haven. Um, and, and that's important to be able to initiate and execute the plan, as you were stating. Yes, yes, it's so true because when they are in that state of being an abusive relationship, even, even verbally or physically, or they tend to get, mm-hmm. or financially, they, they tend to be restrained to what that person is telling you and what money or funding is controlled, right? So we try to get them in a plan and, and have them escape slowly so that they can be prepared. Like if they need to get their month's rent, we will try to help them with other resources to see if they can help them out. And that's why I do have a donate button on my website at suzyqjewels.com. And that money goes to that, strictly to that. And my lawyer deals with that. And it's all documented. It's all legal. So it's going to a good cause. And I'd like to continue doing this for sure. Well, I'm so glad that I was able to ask that question because I would love for people to be able to support your efforts. I mean, this is you know, this is so important and not to mention, you know, style is something that every woman, whether they have it or want it, it's something that affects every woman, but also being able to support a a mission as yours, I think that that is important. And we never think about, you know, people in different places, you know, in Canada versus the U.S., but there's, we're not that far apart. And, um, and you have a lot of, of commonalities and, um, a lot of laps, you know, because I grew up in upstate New York, so Canada was not that far from me growing up, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and so this is something that's very important, and even last month, I was a domestic violence speaker, and um, it's so, the fact that you're doing this, and I didn't even know you were doing this, I'm glad that I, I was able to um, uncover this, because it's really important, and, you know, it's also, it also provides healing for a lot of people, what you're doing. And it's sad that our government doesn't take it to consideration as much as they should. Um, I wish there was more funding for them. Uh, last year, we had a swap sale donate. We do that yearly in which we have people bring in clothing, they swap, and then they can sell the higher-end items, and then they donate to the shelters. And I went to a shelter to donate clothing there. They didn't have space for the clothing. It's because they had to use that space to put in people in so they don't have money for additional storage space which is so sad to hear because these items were practically new but they couldn't take them so I wish people would take that to consideration as to where the money is going and it's just not not to have um, a space for people that need it it's so sad to me it is. And the cost of living today is going higher and higher. And if we don't put our hands together as women and as a community to help um, different era, areas of, of every situation that's happening today, we will not make a change. And that's why it's so important for us to collaborate and help each other. Yes. And teach our kids to do something good. <laughs> yes. Not wait until we need it to be able to help before we need it because that's the problem. That's right. People never know that this stuff is necessary until it's too late and they need it, and then you know those resources aren't available. Yes, or 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 because they didn't need that situation, 
um, something occurs that it could have been stopped. It, they could have, you know, yeah. and they don't understand, like, because my mother, I knew because I grew up with it. If you continue in a relationship like that, you either become a victim or an abuser. So yeah. if you become a victim, you just continue on and, and almost fall into that same trait your mother has gone through and you cover it up and continue. If not, then you become a abuser, then you become uh, the abuser, which you could have had someone counsel you and find your frustration state and find out where you could have changed your life and not become that abuser and save someone's life, right? Yeah, so Absolutely. we try to help that area. Because a lot of people portray, okay, you know, the abuser is a, an animal. Yes, yes, they are. But... They also probably have a past that they need help with. And if we can have more counselors out there to help that, to prevent things from getting that route, then maybe we can do a big change in people's lives. Yes, absolutely true. Yeah. Well, can you tell listeners how to reach your store, your boutiques, and your website? Can you tell them where to find you? Yes, um, a lot of the clothing is online. I really try to gear towards that. So it's Susie, S-U-Z-Y, Q, Jewels, J-E-W-E-L-S, dot com. And I'm located in Oshawa. I was in Toronto, and I just moved recently to try to um, facilitate the Durham region because Toronto is so competitive now. So I wanted to go in the outskirts and try to move my company and have it in different areas. So I had it in Toronto, I had it in Vaughan, and now it's in Oshawa. So you can come and visit me. Um, on my website, there is an appointment scheduler, so you can um, send me a message there. There is a donate button, and I guarantee, guarantee that these funds go to a good cause and to someone that really needs it at that time. And just having legal help helps so much because I went through it and I knew that thank God I was employed full time but if I needed a lawyer I could not afford it if I if I wasn't working so if we can help someone go through the process and have their children safe and out of that environment as I said we could save someone's life as someone's life absolutely true well, I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for your vision and um, and your business that is so much bigger than a business. Um, and I look forward to collaborating with you in the future. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that um, you know we connected. It was like the universe connected us, and I I was looking forward to this um, this connection. And thank you for having me on your iPod. I iPod cast, right? I have to get used to that word. My <laughs> 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 podcast. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me today and spending your money Monday with me. And I'm so proud of you of being at one of the speakers for women's abuse and this just connected overall. So it's like, wow, the universe just put us together. Yeah, here I was thinking we were talking about style and we talked about something way more important. And um and that's why I, it's so interesting to me because, you know, I, I named it Your Voice, Your Power because a lot of women think they come on here to talk about business, but it always turns into talking about their story, which was my, per my, it was my intent because 
a lot of people are afraid to just tell their story. A lot of people are ashamed of their story, but I want people to understand that their story is their power because we are, it gives us the preparation that we need to be able to do something bigger. And I want us to hear that the women who are out here making an impact are women just like them. We all started somewhere. We all were pushed into what we're doing by adversity. It was something that wasn't right that we decided to fix. And, and it was not, you know, peachy keen, you know, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't always a great thing. It started with pain, you know, it started with a story and, and from that we can propel and do something bigger. And that's what I want every woman to hear is that, you know, we're all imperfect and we all come from somewhere and we all have pain and sorrow, but it's a matter of what we do with it. It's so true. And as I said, if we all come together with a cause and teach our children to have that empathy and want to help someone in need yes. or, or do something different or an act of kindness every day, that is so empowering than just having um, a piece of, uh, you know, a new car. I, I find if I ever won the lucky carrier, if I ever do become a millionaire, if I ever do, that's one of my, um, it, I wouldn't want a luxurious house. I would want to help someone that really needs it or a community exactly. or, yep. or in a shelter myself. That would be like my ultimate goal, but we'll see. Little by little, I can't, um, I can't do it all alone. So you know it, what? It's, and it's so funny because I'm I really want a transitional home. Like I I I've gone from it being for women to being for people in recovery to being with people with mental illness to being veterans to being with homeless. Like I just want to do it all. You know, it's like can I just do a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there? Because it's 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 so necessary and I've seen it and I've been there and and it's just there needs to be more people like us. That's all I can say. Yeah. All I'm saying, yeah, if, if we, I, I'm pretty sure if we had it, we would do it, but unfortunately there's like, I have to look, I am a single mom, I have to, you know, put bread, bread and butter on the table for my kids and make sure they have a roof, and if I don't do that, no one will, right? So, exactly. But if I did have it, I would have done it, for sure, and yeah. I hope someone that's listening today has it. Um, if they just even put a little bit out there for someone that needs it, uh, it would make a big difference to someone's life. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Well, thank you yep. so much for being here. Thank you for what you're doing. And um, more power to you. I was a single mom for 10 years, and um, I just recently got married. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. I was, a, I was a ministry leader for a single mom's ministry for a long time. And, um, and so I actually have a support group called Single Parents Refuge. So I will be tapping in with you for uh, you to uh, propel in that in that realm because that's a passion of mine. Um, people don't understand that that story and that walk unless you've been there. And I commend you for doing what you're doing for having a business and doing it all. Uh, people don't know uh, there's a, sh a separate strength for that walk. I promise. It's oh, yes, there is. Like you're a mother, you're a father, you're a uh, boss you're a business person you're you're everything and I go okay what happens if you know one day I leave how is it going to be but I don't want to even think that way so I, I thank God and I'm very grateful to God maybe that's what it is if he gave me that strength and yeah. he probably gives everyone that strength and you just need to look for it and do it and don't be scared because you may fall down but you always come up that's right that's right that's it. Just Go with what you want to do. 
That's right. Well, um, thank you to your bird for keeping us with background music the whole time. And I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the quietest birds, but I think he likes your voice, or he likes what we're talking about, or something. I don't know. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Well, thank you again, Susie, and we will definitely be in touch. Listeners, I want you guys to tune in to Susie Tomasi and the amazing things that she's doing. Um, look out for her information on my website. I want you guys to continue to tune in to Your Voice, Your Power, because your voice is your power. And if you learn nothing today, just understand that your story is your power. Never feel bad and never be ashamed of where you've been and where you're going. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika Wilson. Have a powerful day. Thank you, Anika.